Hello, and thank you for joining Incoming, where I help you sort through the crap that life throws at you and tear down the roadblocks that you put in your own way. Hello, and thank you for joining me today for this episode of Incoming. I'm your host, Margie Avery. Today, I wanted to do a topic that is pretty much about, you know, having a, having a happy life, having a life that you're content with, and getting the things that you want in life. And, you know, I mean, that, that's pretty much what I talk about around here. But something occurred to me today that, you know, there are so many of us out there Besides living a fake life, what, what starts the problem is we look around at other people and we think that when they have something that we believe is the key to why they're happy, they're successful, they have money, they have, you know, good looks or something like that, that it's, it's because they were born endowed with something that we were not. And I'm, I'm going to have to break that myth because first of all, we are all human. Everyone has ups and downs in life. No one's life is perfect, regardless of how much money they have, how much success they have, whatever kind of looks they were born with, or what family they were born into. And luckily, because we live in the greatest country in the world, we have opportunities here unlike any other. But there are many countries where it may take a little more work. It might be a little different method you have to use, but too many people have manage to come out of those countries or those situations and become successful and get good lives to say that it can't be done. So it can be done wherever you live. But I'm talking about America because I'm American and that's where I live. And of course, that's why I'm very pro my country. There's nothing wrong with that, first of all. But I'm going to give you some examples here that are going to prove that getting the things you want out of life are not something that you're born under the right stars. It's not something mystical or magical. In most cases, it comes down to one simple thing. You have to determine what it is you want, educate yourself on what you need to do to attain that, and get out and do the work. So when I say that, you're thinking, again, inspection, getting to know you, getting a goal that you want, not something you want to impress other people with, not something that you think is going to make a fast buck and you're going to become the next TikTok star or influencer and be staying at the influencer mansions in, in California. And so what I'm talking about. You know, a content, happy life might be just punching a clock, nine to five, whatever it may be. But things in life do not just land in your lap magically. They don't land in anyone's lap magically. And even if there is some story you've heard of someone that it did, the second thing is maintaining it. And you don't maintain it by accident. Okay, plenty of people have won the lottery and ended up broke or dead because they had no plan, they had no intent, they had no knowledge of how to maintain it. So this all takes work on your part. No one else can do the work for you. You have to do the work. And... There are too many messages in this world now, in my opinion, and I, again, I can only speak for the United States, but there are too many messages that make it seem like it's easy to come by or that someone else is going to do it for you, and that's just not reality. Um, if you need education, you have to go get that education. You know, I, I we live in a society that believes, you know, everybody gets to participate Everybody gets a trophy. And, you know, I, I don't like that. I don't approve of it. 
And I would say that to anyone. When I was in high school, okay, I didn't get a varsity jacket because I didn't participate in sports. Not because no one let me, but because I didn't. I didn't put the work in. I didn't put the time in. I didn't choose to do that. Um, not everyone is an athlete, and that is okay. And why do we want to take away the accolades from that person just to make someone else feel better? Okay, so that's, I don't want to get off on that. I'm just using that to make the point that things in life are earned. And it's okay, whatever circumstances you come from, maybe it'll take you a little longer, maybe it'll take you a little bit more work, but you can do it. I don't even know you and I believe in you and I know you have the ability to do it, but you have to just get up and do it. There's an old joke about a guy who walks out of his house every day, clearly discontent with his life and his work. And he looks up at the sky and he says, God, let me win the lottery. And finally, one day he walks out and the clouds part and a voice comes from the heavens and it says, help me out, buy a ticket. Think about that. We have to put in our share of the work. And then the payoff comes. And sometimes it feels like it's just never going to get there but it does. I have lived on this earth long enough. I have read enough stories about people. I have known enough people and I've seen it myself that it will eventually pay off if you put in the work. And even if you luck up on something where you have a stroke of luck and it just pops out real big right at once, you still have to do the work to keep it, to maintain it. So I gave a story the other day about the guy who was, you know, his truck broke down and he was skateboarding down a hill to get to his job and drinking ocean spray and he decided to video himself singing a Fleetwood Mac song and he became this overnight sensation. Where is he now? I mean, I don't know. He may be somewhere, but he's certainly not on front page news like he was before. You have to be prepared to know how to maintain that notoriety that he had been working on because it turns out in that story he had posted videos regularly. So again, he had been putting in work, the work finally paid off, and I hope that he has the knowledge to know how to maintain that steam, or at least to make the most use of what he gained from it. You know, I'll give you another example. My mom, a few years back, had a a stroke, a, a TIA, they call it, and she's in the hospital, and my mother is a fundamentalist Christian and very strong believer in, in prayer, and she was refusing certain treatments and just kept saying, well, I'll pray. I'll pray about it. God will take care of it. And I said, Mom, perhaps the way that God is taking care of it is he's provided you doctors with knowledge to help you. Did you ever consider that? So don't let your own beliefs, whatever they may be, be roadblocks either. You can make things happen, and most of your life is your choice. It's your choice. You have the controls, but you have to stop sitting around and complaining. You don't have to spend 30 years going into a job every day or working in a particular industry and complaining about it every day and looking at other people with envy and wishing you were them. Well, why don't you go be them? What is stopping you from being them? Whatever you have to do may be hard, it may be difficult, it may be time-consuming, but you can do it. So... Take 
the reins that are sitting right in front of you, take control of your own life, and as I said in the last podcast, decisions should be, you have to live a life with intent, with purpose, and with planning, not just haphazard all over the place. And I know you know how to do this. It's, it's not that hard. But you have to be honest about yourself and you have to eliminate things from the list that you're choosing just because you think they might be popular or get you attention or be manufactured irony. Be you. That'll be the greatest irony of all. Be you. So examples of this are, I'll give you examples from my own life. I, as I've told you before, I've owned many businesses. I took over my dad's warehousing business in 2001, in October of 2001, right after 9-11. And it made very good money. But seven years later, we had the Great Recession in the United States, and my largest customer lost their largest customers, and the business went under. I, there were no jobs in the United States at that time. I mean, it was just, there was no business. People were losing everything in their real estate portfolios. Nobody was really spending money. There weren't any jobs. So I had to go back to restaurant work, which I hadn't done in years, but I went back and I was working a job that was extremely beneath me, beneath my age, my experience, my intelligence, everything. But I went into that job and I respected that job. I did not act like I was more experienced, too old, too educated, too good for that job. And in one year, I worked my way up and I was part of the team that was opening new locations. This gentleman that owned it was trying to start a franchise. And I did this. And I allowed people, it was a very toxic work environment, first of all, but I allowed people that were younger than me, less experienced than me, less educated than me, demean me, be disrespectful and sometimes outright racist because I had to. I had to. There were literally no other choices. And I did this. I worked for this place for, I think it was two years. And I still managed to work up to an upper level management position. And the minute that the opportunity presented itself, well, I, I went back to school and started taking classes online to finish an accounting degree. And the minute that another opportunity presented itself, it was at another restaurant, but it was closer to my house. And to just go in and be a prep cook, it was paying what I was making as a part of the management team. So I took that. And then I continued to look for accounting jobs. And the minute that I found an opportunity for an opening that was within my skill level, reasonably speaking, I took the accounting job. And I went from $10 an hour to $8 an hour. And it was just a couple of miles from my house. And it allowed me to take care of financial issues that had piled up. And it was also a terrible place, a toxic work environment. But I, I utilized what I needed out of it. The experience in accounting, more money to get my bills caught up that had been piling up since the Great Recession hit. And to be close to the house so that I could get home early enough in the evenings to work on my online classes. 
And the minute that I was far enough along or felt comfortable with the experience I had gained there, I began looking for, I stayed there a year, I began looking for another accounting job and on from there. The point is, I never fell into a slump and felt sorry for myself and accepted that these are just my circumstances now. I bided my time. I saw it as a stopping point, not my permanent destination. I used what I took, what I needed from those opportunities, those jobs, and I continued to look a step ahead down the road to where I really wanted to be. It can be done. I was 50 years old when I finished my degree, and I have an associate's degree, actually, in accounting, but I've now accumulated, I don't know, 12 years of experience, and I have had jobs paying as much as 70000 a year with an associate's degree, but combined with my age and my other experience. You can make an opportunity out of anything. But the first hurdle is in your head. Don't allow your mind to convince you that this is where I'm at and this is where I just have to be and I'm stuck and I might as well get used to it. And don't get wrapped up in the people at those workplaces that that is their final destination. This is all they want. They're not trying to get anything more because they'll keep you right there with them. You keep your mind on, I respect you and I respect this job because you're paying me to do this, but I'm not going to give up myself to you. I'm not going to lower my moral standard for you. I have bigger plans than this, and it's nothing against you, but I have bigger plans for me. This is what you need to do in your life in all circumstances, and never forget that it is within your reach. Always be looking for opportunities. Whenever you're on a job, there is no shame, despite what some companies want to make you feel, there is no shame in continuing to look online, on Indeed, on Monster, on Glassdoor, wherever you look, for what opportunities are out there. If nothing else, it'll tell you what the going rate is for what you do, so when you sit down for reviews, you have a working knowledge of what your job is actually worth, what you could get elsewhere. Secondly, you might find something better. You are not married to that job. Companies never stop looking for other income avenues. They never stop looking for other streams of revenues. They always are looking for a new customer, no matter how successful they are. You are your own business. Why should you not always be looking for better opportunities for you? Whatever better for you might be, whether it's closer to your house or better hours for your kids and your family or more money or better insurance, whatever that might mean to you. Don't let anybody feel that there's something wrong with looking out for you. While you're on that job, respect the job, do what you're paid to do, respect the people. Choose your battles carefully and remember, you are separate and apart from that. They are whatever the name of the company is. You are, I was Margie Avery Incorporated. I had my own goals and I was applying the same logic they did to their company to me, my company myself. What worked for me? What was a good business decision for me? And it doesn't matter if these people get their nose out of joint when you give your notice. If they get their nose out of joint that you're looking for other opportunities like education-wise or what have you and they know it, big deal. If they don't understand that, 
then they're just idiots because running that company, they are continuously looking for other opportunities. They are continuously looking to grow that business and they would get rid of you in a heartbeat if that was the proper business decision to make. And anybody who wouldn't do that is not a very good business person because business and personal are two separate issues. So that, that's the way that I want you to look at it. If you're in relationships that are just bringing you down, whether it's a friend or family or husband, wife, partner, whatever it is, you don't have to be there. You apply the same logic. You, you weigh the pros and cons. And if maybe it used to be where you wanted to be and it's not anymore, that's okay. You can leave. It's okay. If you've been putting blinders on to an unhealthy situation, take them off. Accept the situation for what it is and avail yourself of whatever help you need to get out of that situation. You have one life to live. Why not live it happily? And being happy is a choice. You might look crazy, but you can choose to be happy in any situation. Just because society says you should be solemn or you should be serious, you don't have to be. You can be happy. You can be joyful in any circumstance. It is your choice. I read a quote from Dick Van Dyke. He said, and I'm, I'm probably going to mangle it, but it was to the effect of that he hardly ever has an unhappy day. He stays very happy because he doesn't want to miss a minute of enjoying this life. Well, I don't want you to miss a minute of enjoying this life. I've missed a lot of minutes in my life, and I'm trying to share with you from my experience what I've learned, and maybe it'll help you, that you don't have to. You don't have to miss those moments. You don't have to be stuck. You know, there are times when you go into jobs like this that you feel like you're just in prison. Well, guess what? You're not because the key to the cell is in your pocket. It's in your hand. You can let yourself out of that jail. You can change your circumstances anytime you want. I believe in you. Believe in yourself. And quit comparing yourself to people that are already where you want to be. Look at the person next to you cooking on the line. Look at people that are at the level you're at. And you'll realize you're pretty much where everybody else is. The other folks are the goal you have. And on days when it gets really tough and you think you're not going to get it through, remind yourself, visualize yourself where you're going to take yourself to what you're going to be. And this is just paying the dues, so to speak, in order to get there. And you know what? If that one doesn't work, then there'll be a different plan because there's going to be failures in life too. I've had plenty of failures. I've been fired from jobs. I've missed opportunities. I've had a lot of failures. Everyone has. But it doesn't have to be the sum total of you. Regardless of what people tell you on social media, everyone has had a failure. It's what you do after it. You get up, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you make a new plan. As long as you're drawing breath, you have an opportunity to make a new plan. And it may not be your first attempt. You know how many, you know, inventions that people like Alexander Graham Bell or uh, Edison or Ford or on and on and on had before they struck up on one that worked? They didn't see those as failures. And you shouldn't either. As long as you're up and you're in the ring and you're fighting and you're trying, you're doing something with your life. You're 
making progress, even if it's the tiniest of step. So I wanted to talk to you. That's the thing I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And I hope that it motivates you and I hope that it provokes some thought because I'm not the master of anything and I'm not an expert of anything. I have just lived this life, the same one that you're living, and I have had extreme ups and extreme downs. And I'm not giving up yet because I'm still alive and I still have goals and plans for my life. So I'm going to stick to that. And I'm going to be here with you on this journey. And if, if you want to, to talk about that, maybe make some comments, you know, whatever you want to do, maybe I can help you just with some advice. Maybe I'm a minute older than you or a minute more experienced than you and I can tell you where there's some stumbling blocks. Or maybe just knowing that someone else has lived life and made mistakes just like you and managed to make a success of it anyway, in spite of themselves, would be motivating to you. So that's the thought I'm going to leave you with today. Again, I like to keep these short. I don't want to take up too much of your precious time because you have goals to go reach and you have plans to take care of today. So enjoy the rest of your day and have a happy day. 